0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Tuned In podcast. Today is our Christmas special. So, what I asked you guys over on social media was to send in any questions that you might have for me around the area of wellness, well being, uh, mindfulness, whatever the question was, you guys sent them in. And that's what we're going to do with today's episode. So, today is the second last episode for 2021. I am going to finish off this year with a guided meditation, a meditation that I wrote myself. So what I will ask you if you're not already following me on social media is obviously just to watch out and I will have that advertised for when that is when that is launched. But what I'm going to do is try and keep this episode short and sweet to the point. So I'm going to just simply delve straight into the questions that were that were asked. So the first question that I got asked is if I could give examples of environmental triggers. So for anybody that does follow me on social media, <clears throat> excuse me, you will hear me talk about environmental triggers a lot. They have been of huge benefit for me and they continue to be a huge benefit. I think that they are they're a very very simple tool to have in your well-being kit. But yet, a very, very powerful tool. So, they are. So, the definition that I'm going to give is not my definition. It's an all around definition. I've heard a number of people across the board give this um, definition of what an environmental trigger is. And it is a visual clue in a prominent place to help you get to your goals. So, it is something, a clue that you see in a place. A very much so obvious place, a place that you will continue to come across on your daily um, on a daily basis that will help remind you of the goal that you are looking to achieve. Okay, so I'm going to give the examples that I very much so use the first one. And again, you will hear me voice this and quite recently have voiced it because I only purchased a new one, but a word bracelet. So if you, and this doesn't have to be a bracelet, but just bear with me with what I'm explaining here. So over the course of the past four years, I have chosen a word to focus on for the year ahead. And for the past three of those four years, I have purchased a bracelet from a company in the States, uh, My Intent. So you can find them, myintent.org, very much so reasonably priced, really durable, just cannot recommend this company enough and what I do is I get my word of the year engraved on the plate on the bracelet I will continuously see that bracelet time and time again each and every day each and every day and it it just and it's not that I do it intentionally you know yourself that you pick up your phone you see the bracelet on you and that's my trigger there itself because when I see the bracelet I'll turn around automatically to read the word that that's on it so to give you an example so the first year, my word was growth. Over the course of the last two years, I, I honestly don't know which one came first. It was the word unstoppable and then it was unbreakable. And this year, my word is faith. So I have the word engraved on my bracelet to remind me of what I am trying to work uh, work towards this year. Now, you do not need to go out and purchase a bracelet. You can write it, your word on a post-it. But again, it's just making sure that you have it in an obvious place. So if it be by your bedside locker, if it be your background screen on your phone, if it be on your fridge, in your car, laptop, wherever it may be, somewhere that you regularly visit and that it acts as a constant reminder for what you are looking for. OK, so that is the first example. The second one, I, I, I it just voiced it. If you didn't want to get a bracelet, you can use post-its. Anyone that visits my house, they will know that the, I am voicing the truth here. I have post-its everywhere. I have post-its everywhere. Very much so in my office because obviously I'm here quite a lot throughout the week. Um, if it be quotes, phrases, inspirational people, words, whatever it may be, to and again, they are just to act as a reminder for what I'm looking for. so I have I have three vision boards. I've and again, I've voiced this before in the past on the podcast, but I have a personal vision board, a professional business vision board, and I have a worded vision board. And I heard someone recently voice it as a personality vision board. And I love that. It is posted all across the vision board in different colors. And their are words, quotes, phrases, just sheer inspiration. When I look at that vision board, it is who I want to be. And that acts as a constant reminder for me. So it does. I have post-its on my fridge as well of inspirational quotes to remind me again, as I said, for the person that I want to be. So in other words, the identity that I am trying to build in my life. Now, if you wanted to do this in a little bit more of a secret, you could use stickers instead. So little circle stickers and that don't take up as much room. They're not as obvious to to anybody else, just in case if you're trying to be a little bit more private about it, and that's okay. And again, you can stick these stickers anywhere. So, I am looking at two at the moment. I have one on the back of my phone, one on my laptop. I have one on the Switch on my bedside locker I have one in my car again the fridge I have one going down the stairs it's on one of the photo frames it's just random place they're scattered all over the place and what I do is every two or three months I will change the color of the sticker and I will change the meaning behind it so at the moment for the next three months I'm about five weeks into it when I see those stickers it's to remind me to listen So for anyone that follows me on social media, you will see that just about a week ago, I qualified as a mindfulness teacher. And when you are trying to practice mindfulness, it's important that you try to do from your five main senses. And I would be very much so a visual person, hence why the post-its and the stickers and all of the environmental triggers work for me. But I'm trying to improve how, how I listen. I'm trying to improve that sense. And I have to say it is it is definitely working for me. Um, So that's what those stickers are for. Okay. so a word of bracelet, post-its, stickers. Another example will be a phone alarm. So again, if it be something that you are trying to complete if it's an action in the day if it's an inspiring word if it's a quote put it on your alarm your alarm goes off several days uh, several times in the day and it acts as a reminder because we always have our phone beside us folks okay what I would recommend for the phones is to change up your intention each month because otherwise it'll just annoy you with the alarm going off and you'll press snooze or switch it off and not engage with the words that you have written on that alarm okay so that's just a little reminder so that is that is what an environmental trigger is there are examples there are more examples that um so if you're trying to get better at your workouts, your early morning workouts, your environmental trigger would be having your bag packed, your clothes, your your gym clothes laid out beside your bed so that you see them, <coughs> excuse me, that you see them first thing in the morning. That is a visual clue in a very much so obvious place. In other words, right beside your bed. And it is helping you achieve your goals, your goal being an early morning workout. Okay. So that is that question. And second question is, have I, what is my best advice on trying to give up a bad habit? It's a really good question. Really, really good question. So for that person, what I would ask them to do is to take a couple of days to try and identify with the triggers that causes you to, to move on that action. So you won't, you may not necessarily understand what your triggers are at this moment in time. You may not understand them after a day. And this is why I am voicing to you to take a number of days to track your habit. So how is it? So if you ask yourself, so when you do this habit that you are trying to knock, how are you feeling in that moment? Are you stressed? Are you angry? Are you upset? Whatever it is, try to figure out what it is that you're thinking, what um, how you're feeling, if there is anybody involved. So in other words, is it someone that triggers you to act out this this habit? OK, so if I could tie in uh, mindfulness here, that if you could learn to practice mindfulness and you will have to do that if you're going to take a number of days to identify your triggers, that if you can simply develop awareness around the thoughts that you're thinking, the feelings that you're feeling um, and the behaviours, how, what what actions that you are, that you're completing and it just it'll allow you to to figure out those triggers and it and it's wonderful because it, it it's just that in those moments you can understand yourself on a deeper level you can understand why you behave the way that you do and if you can understand those triggers then you are more likely to be able to achieve that goal you're able, you will be more likely to knock that habit so you will. Whereas what a lot of people do is they simply delve straight in, try to stop the habit and they're disappointed because if it be in a week's time or in a month's time, they're back with that bad habit, so they are. And it's just that they have not figured out the triggers that cause you to complete that habit. So that is the number one thing that I would, I would ask that person to do. What I would also ask you to do is try and focus on your why. Okay. Why is it that you want to change? So it's trying to change your mindset up here a little bit, rather than focusing on what you don't want to do anymore, focusing on the bad habit that you continue to do, try and just steer it over to the other side and see, well, This is what I want, and this is where I want to go. Okay, again, just that deeper, deeper drive. Because, again, on the more difficult days, because we do have them, folks, that you have your deeper why to pick you back up and carry you forward again. So, if you can understand what it is that you want rather than continuously focusing on um, the disappointment and the guilt and the shame that you're putting on yourself that you may be putting on yourself for continuing this bad habit okay so identify the triggers and focus on on your why and try if you can to practice some mindfulness just to bring that awareness into the thoughts that you're thinking how you're feeling and how you are acting in the moment And again, you could bring the environmental triggers into this. So if you think of stickers um, across your house or your home place, wherever it is that you are participating in this bad habit, that if you have the sticker and that sticker acts as a reminder for what you want, or that sticker could be simply the word stop. So what that it's doing is just in the moment when you're about to complete your habit, that it just, it's a little gentle, loving reminder that it's like, da, 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 don't go there. Please don't go there. Okay. And it's different for people. It could be an inspirational quote that's going to help you with that bad habit. Habit, Whatever it is, you, it, the rules are, are, are on you. Whatever way you want to, to work on that. Okay, Um, it's just, as I said, it just those triggers, those stickers will act as a reminder for what for what you want. A little reminder, if I can if I can voice it to that person is just, you know, I don't want to say this negatively, but just please try and prepare yourself for slip ups. Try not to be leaning towards perfectionism here. I voiced it a few moments ago. We all have bad days where we always will have slip ups. It's just how you deal with those slip ups and, you know, find in a way that works for you to get you back up, dust your knees off and move forward again rather than so to give an example here. So let's say, I don't know, that you're trying to eat more healthily and you're a person that would regularly eat pizza. You could eat pizza three or four times a week and you've gone a week without eating pizzas and you're making nice nutritional tasty nourishing meals and the following week on the Tuesday evening for whatever the reason is you eat a pizza and you think you've just you failed that's it what's the point I might as well just give up I'm so gutted on myself so rather than focusing on that quote-unquote failure, it's not a failure. It's hence, why the quote-unquote is there. Try and look back on the week that you did have, and and voice it to yourself. Hang on a second here. I'm after having a full week with no pizzas, something I regularly do. I have cooked nutritional meals. I've had a slip up. That's fair enough. I know the trigger. I know the reason why I done it. But that's okay. We won't do that again tomorrow. Let's just move on. So you're bringing a form of compassion to this situation. Okay, so just try to be, you know, a little bit more gentle to yourself. Okay, so I hope that has helped that that person. Um, So just to run through them. So try to identify the triggers. Bring mindfulness into that. So try and bring about the awareness to understand what's happening in those moments when you are, when you've completed that bad habit, focus on your why. Why is it that you want to change? The environmental triggers is a great little tip here. Um, And if you can just, you know, try to understand, bring compassion to the days that might not work out for you. And maybe it's a case of you need to change it up. Maybe your plan isn't working. And just one last thing with for that person is just give yourself time. Okay, it takes time to build on a habit, if it be a good habit or a bad habit. So it takes time to reverse them. They can, of course, be reversed, but you just some habits need longer time than than others. Okay, so that's that question. Another question that I, that I was asked, how do I stay motivated to exercise? So to that person, what I would ask is for you to go back and listen to the episode that I had on the topic of motivation. I think it's important for us to understand motivation on a deeper level. So that's one thing that, that, that I would ask, but I'm still going to uh, answer this question in the moment. Please try not depend on motivation. Motivation is not a long term thing. It's not sustainable. It dips, it comes and it goes and it will not be there when you want it and i think that's the most important thing that you need to understand that it's not going to be there when you want it if you have paused on action for something that you want to do because you're waiting for motivation to come along please do not do that just try to realize that this is down to you that you have to create this momentum going forward so you do so just that's my that's my number one thing for you and uh, number two is understand your why. Okay. I talk about this all the time. I've already voiced it on this episode. If you can understand your deeper why, why it is that you want to exercise, that is the thing that's going to carry you through on the tougher day. That is the thing that's going to move you, continuously move you forward. So when you answer that question, why do I want to exercise? You give an answer, ask two or three more whys after that. Okay, it's like peeling the the back, the onion, trying to understand your deeper reason. It's never the first reason. So it's never about losing a stone on, on the weighing scales. It's a much deeper reason for that. Okay, and that is going to be your driver. So it is. Um, If you can, try again to bring mindfulness into this. So let's give an example of you wanting to wake up first thing in the morning to go for a workout, but you're not getting yourself out of the bed. And we've, we've all been there. So in the moment, just try to listen to your thoughts. What is it that you are telling yourself. Now, I go into a deeper explanation of this. This has got to do with the follow through process, but I'm not going to go into that. Um, I'm not going to go into that in this episode. But if you can just in the moment, listen to your thoughts. What is it that you are telling yourself? And it could be something simple that you're too snug, you're too warm, just five more minutes, I press snooze but you know deep down that the snooze is not going to work because you're going to press snooze again or you're going to accidentally hit off the alarm and wake up and you've missed your workout. Okay, so what you could do in that moment that when you have that understanding of what you are telling yourself, what it is that's stopping you from getting out of bed, putting on your workout clothes and going to do your going to do your workout is say to yourself that, okay, yes, I am snug, I am warm, but I have to get out of bed. I'm going to be getting out of bed anyways to go to work. So why not now? Because I am going to feel so much more happier than if I get this workout in now. And go from there and see, you're just stopping that chatter that naturally goes on in the back of the mind. Okay, so try to understand that motivation is not a long-term thing. It's not going to be there when you need it the most understand your deeper why your driver behind whatever the goal may be this doesn't have to be about exercise whatever the goal that you're trying to achieve understand your deeper why try to bring mindfulness into it okay this is why awareness is one of my deep-rooted values um is because it just allows you to simply to, to understand you at a deeper level, why you behave the way you are, why you are the person that you are, when you can just shine that awareness on your thoughts. OK, and try if you can then just lastly with this question, try to park aside that all or nothing mentality. And this I voiced this in the question beforehand. Try not to lean towards, excuse me, try not to lean towards perfectionism. It's, it's not about reaching when it comes to a goal. It's not about reaching an outcome. Try, particularly when I think it comes to the likes of exercise or, you know, healthy eating, try not to focus on an outcome based goal. Try to switch it to, um, about this is about your identity because if you think of it that you are wanting to achieve one stone uh, one stone lighter you get that one stone lighter what happens next okay and this is why people tend to fluctuate coming up to that stone or they they've achieved their goal and then they've stopped everything and then they see that the weight is creeping back up Try to see this from an identity point of view, that you are wanting to become healthier, um, a healthier person for A, B and C reasons. Okay, so change it from an outcome-based ba- uh, goal to an identity-based goal. And I think that that can help. So that is that question. Finally, um, the well, I'm watching the time here. I do have a few more questions, but what I might do is um bring what bring in a, a second episode just in the new year but there's one that I do because this is a question that I continuously get asked and the last time I had a Q&A I'm pretty confident that this question was asked how do I stay motivated so the person when they sent in the message would have been how do you stay motivated in other words me Celine Brennan and I'm going to try and answer this in the moment. I didn't listen back to what I what I answered the last time. But I am human, folks. I am like you. I'm like everybody else. I do not stay motivated all of the time. It is not in any way possible. That was a, a big realization when I started to understand motivation on a, on a deeper level. That um, I could park it aside. That I knew that this is down to me. This is down to me and this is not waiting for motivation to come to come along and um, that I had to get up off my backside and go for the goals that I am looking to achieve in life. So that may sound a little random, but that is it. Um, that's very much so with with understanding, understanding motivation. But I have my down days. I have my bad days. I have my slip ups, my falls, my tumbles. Uh, all of the time. I have just learned from each of those fumbles and falls. I've taken the lessons from them so that I can bring them forward with me. So I can. I've questioned my business a thousand times over. I'm, you know, and again for anybody that follows me on social media, you know that I, I've always try to be real. Um, and this is me being real in the moment. I do question my business if, um, you know, if I can do this, if it's sustainable, but, and this is why if I go back to my word of the year that I voiced in the first question, faith, it's something that I have realized that I have lacked, um, lacked in the last, last number of years. So I am working on the next year or so. Working on my faith, believing in me, believing in what I do, and the work that I do is of huge benefit to the people that work with me. Um, and it's just continuing to go. But again, it's trying to trying to understand on the days that are low, uh, what it is that I'm thinking, trying to see where the mindset is. And as I said before, taking the lessons from that and getting up and going again. Just standing back up, dusting off the knees and away I go. So that is what keeps me, keeps me, oh, I was about to say keeps me motivated. But that's what keeps me going. So it does. So again, to that person, um, I hope I have, I have, I've answered that question. Um it's interesting that it that it keeps that it keeps um, that it keeps coming up. I'll actually finish it off. The an affirmation that I'm voicing at the moment. And it I think this acts as my motivation and my inspiration. The life I live is the lessons I teach. And if I'm right, that was Jim Quick that says that so the life i live is the lessons i teach so that is an affirmation that i'm working on over the course of the next week or so that i'm just simply voicing that affirmation that and i you know that i can't come on here and tell you guys to you know to try and work on bad habits if i have a lot of bad habits or try and tell you to work on your wellness when i'm not doing it myself um it's obviously having to you know walk my talk practice what what I preach so that's that this is just a new affirmation that I've taken on board over the last number of days so the life I live is the lessons I teach so that is it folks apologies to uh, because as I've said that I see how long this <laughs> this is longer than what I thought it would be but you know me at this point I talk a lot I will answer the other questions I do promise you that but for now, I am going to I'm going to switch off. I'm going to say um, I'm going to say bye for now. I will be back before the end of the the end of the year. But I just want to wish everybody a beautiful Christmas Um, happy holidays, obviously, for the people that that don't celebrate Christmas this time of year. But just thank you for all your support in 2021 and and well before it over the course of the past three years you've no idea how much i appreciate it folks um and i do i truly do and i think that that you guys play a part in that motivation if i could add that little piece on but until the next time um yeah enjoy the celebrations enjoy the lights and the mince pies and the fun and everything else in between. And I will talk to you soon.